in today's episode, we chat about African scammers, slugs in your pints, and holidays. Welcome. Welcome back to a new episode of the No Rep Podcast, episode number 46. I'm with the usual Dobbers, Evan. I feel like we've done this before. And Nathaniel Beddingfield. <laughs> That's happening. <laughs> we'll get into we'll, we'll get into why we're laughing uh, a little bit later in the show. But uh, Evan, how was your holiday? My holiday was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you go? Uh, I went to I went to the. Do you know actually like the uh, the holiday was incredible. It was really fantastic. We went to Naples. We done a wee bit of the Amalfi Coast. Um, would you like to ask me what I thought about Naples? A uh, bit of context, because I'm going to struggle <laughs> to try and like Same. keep my shit I'm together. I'm on my edge of my seat here. Just <laughs> so, we were recording maybe about a couple of minutes of the, the podcast until we realised that there was no audio. So we're now going to try and rehash the last five minutes <laughs> again. Make it seem as authentic as possible. Uh, so if we start yeah, laughing, uh, if the conversation seems a bit dry, <laughs> that's why. But there's some good bits in there. So uh, my question was, what was your honest thoughts on Naples? My honest thoughts on Naples, I absolutely, I loved it, uh. right? Um, Amanda, my, my missus, wasn't mega keen on it, right? But to be quite honest, it is probably a place that we went for four days you could do it in two and then Easy. that would probably because it's, it's like it's intense <laughs> i think italy as a country can like be just the way the italians are and stuff like can be so quite in intense like oh it's busy is it? it's busy and like all you hear is the toot toot and then there's a vespa like <laughs> cutting in like or a wee motorbike like, and, like down pedestrian streets and stuff we were sitting in the the spanish quarter um, quart Quartieri Spagnoli. Didn't even know there was a Spanish quarter. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Is it the Spanish steps are unknown, isn't it? Huh? Spanish steps are unknown. Is mm -hmm. the is the uh, is it city vibes or is it like Naples? Naples was city vibes, like very, um, very kind of built up and stuff, but like noticeable poverty. Yeah. Like in, in a lot of places, don't get me wrong, there, there's obviously rich and affluent parts of that and like there's a, a north-south divide in Italy. Like the north's really, really affluent. The south is more working class. It's probably not, maybe not poverty, maybe a bit of poverty and stuff. Um, but it's apparent throughout the city. Um, and it's just a bit gritty. Is a That's good, probably the best word to describe it. It's a it, good right? way to put it. Like it's, it's like there's no rules. <laughs> like, <laughs> people are just like the, like you, you would go out your kind of the, like the um the hotel we stayed in uh, like in the spanish quarter so it's almost like the italian equivalent of tenements right but they've got this big massive door right? a huge like i don't know 20 foot door maybe higher with a wee tiny door cut out in the middle and you go through the wee tiny door and i couldn't fit through it and whatever but anyway you'd cut you, you <laughs> sure because i'm massive right <laughs> no but i couldn't i'd get my shoulders that but it's Unre un unreasonably <laughs> small but you'd get out of that you'd look left and there'd be somebody like cut up a fish head like <laughs> random and then the next place down they'd be selling pasta and then there'd be like a shop that has like 40 multi-packs of toilet rolls outside it's just mad yeah it's, it's like you're taking random bits from different parts of the the world and just chucking it together and that's uh, kind of naples and this yeah. is was the pizza as good as napoleon style pizza it was like, was it unbelievable say the food's probably the best bit about it it was absolutely quality you can tell it's fresh all the produce is is amazing but then you need to be very and this is actually a wee travel tip for people going to going to italy you need to make sure it says tomato sauce on the pizza yep otherwise yeah have you been caught out with this well, well i've not been caught out with it personally because but my friends have been caught up with it. I also cheat and need to specify if it says cheese as well. Uh -huh. But the thing is, so I, I learned this through Paisano. So when you go to Paisano, oh, really? you can get, see number one, that's uh -huh. just that's just bread and then sauce. Sauce. <laughs> no cheese. So I remember no my, mate, my mate Brad, he's like seen number one and then shout out Brad. I know you're listening. This is ages ago as well when we went to <laughs> fucking Paisano and then they all just ah, number one, it's, oh, it's the cheapest one as well. And it's like, just, I, I can see it says tomato. So then he's ordered it and it's just came out and there's just like wee bits of garlic you can see on it and then a wee basil leaf. And he's like, the fuck's my cheese? And I was like, you didn't order it, mate. No cheese. So no, no cheese. So I uh, need to like that's specify. Is that still an option in Paisano? Ah, it's number, it? I'm sure it's, I'm it's, sure it's, it's a thing. One. It's a thing that they do. Like, do you know what I mean? So they either have like it will just be like a tomato, like a pizza with tomato, no cheese, or just a like a pizza 
just cheese. Uh, it's a white pizza in it. Uh -huh. Yeah, uh, it's mad. All, all amazing though. L loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, yeah. Two different kind of vibes with the holiday. Like we had that intense sitting. We accidentally tied it in with Napoli winning the league. Right, which was, and I couldn't, I couldn't have done that if I, if I tried, like, because we booked it last year. Oh, did you? We booked it last year. Oh, so, shit, what right? is the chances of us tying in with Napoli winning the first league title in thirty years? One of my, <laughs> one of my neighbours, or my mum's neighbour, sorry, had a Napoli flag like outside the window. And I'm like, oh, what? Aye, um, that's crazy. And it was mental. Do you know actually what I saw quite a lot, which I didn't expect to see throughout Naples. Was there were a lot of them were flying the Confederate flag, so see like Southern America, Yankees, oh, the Dukes of Hazards, like Dukes of Hazards, that con shit. Confederate flag, right? Which obviously has like massive like, racial connotations and stuff. Um, but apparently, it's the the whole kind of thing is that the, the South will rise again, and that's the kind of North South divide in Italy, which is quite interesting. But then obviously there is also the racial undertones with it, because I think a lot of the hardcore support is kind of racist quite racist yeah a little, little bit racist well you've seen that in a lot especially within our within our football like mm -hmm. i think that i mean people can fact check me or we can we can fact check it ourselves but that series is it series a series b series a series b mm -hmm. or whatever it is like mm -hmm. the the italian football league like is littered with racism oh, i think like massive, massive instant did they know like 10 years was ago all that shit with Balotelli as well uh, monkey chants and stuff oh, Aye, yeah, that was yeah, it. yeah. That was shit like that so I think it is like still they're a few years behind yeah should we say aye um, remember earlier yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So you poor Jim telling me he he was the first that kind of told me how bad it was obviously he's, he's Bologna he said yeah, Bologna from, yeah, Bologna yeah. uh, he said it's rife man it's bad yeah it's full on aye uh, you think that it's hard not see with Rangers and Celtic mm -hmm. it's like Nah. Do you know what else is mental about Italy? They have a an affinity for tent super. Yeah. Oh, aye. Love it. Love it. This it's, is mind No, it's the most confusing thing ever. Because I remember the first time I went. Mad. And then you're seeing it. Like, you no, know, you go to a, you go to a, not a vending machine, but now there's like fridges and shops. And it's like right at the door. And you can go in and you can grab a can of Fanta, water, tenant super. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> What? See, when you first see it, did you forget, like, oh, it's just normal to see that? Oh, wait a minute. I'm no, like, re like, like restaurants as well. So, oh, like, if, you want, if you want, um, like, Moretti, Peroni, Tenant Super. Tenant Super. <laughs> I never really knew we were much an export. Like, for <laughs> Tenant, you know what I mean? It's Tenant's biggest export. Wow, man. I used, I used to work for a company that was owned by Tenant's, and Tenant Super was Tenant's biggest export. I never knew that. Export. It's mental. Because it's like, Jakey juice over Jakey here juice. and over there it's craft lager. Uh, yeah. <laughs> did you have a did you have one a few, a few things? Do you know what I didn't actually? Did I was you know? I, I, did you know? I absolutely hate it. I, I remember once when to quite fair it was out of can when I was younger. Yeah. Like I had like four or five cans of it. Fucking right, hell. Nine percent lager. I was like fifteen or sixteen and I was wasted. Ten it's super lager. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I tell you? In, <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you don't remember it. I kind of remember. You got a Scottish alky guy on like a bus in England, and he's arguing with him, and he's like, "Damn it, super lager! Do you want me to fucking tell you?" <laughs> 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 I remember. I can't no, remember. Uh, but I, so I've got a kind of mental block with it. Yeah, kind of, kind of go near it. I, I actually it, don't. Think I've tried it ever. I've had a sip of it. I've never had a fucking. Like sat down and scooped it before. If you're four cans, it's in. bad times. This will probably also upset people. Tenants is shite. Aye, my brother, my brother loves it. I don't understand I why. If you've got a variety, of, well, I disagree. I, you've got a variety of beers there, and you choose tenants. I just questions need to be asked. Nah, like see if you. I don't think there's actually much better than an icy cold crisp pint of tenants poured in a clean vessel mm. good head on it as we like just there's nothing better i don't know there is there is stuff better like but to me i think i think that tenants is up there with one of the one of Do the you? best beers yeah i actually think it's a like a good pint of it when you when you think of it like pure warm i can of course think that about any beer it's going to be shite it's just and i'm a fan of ipas and tea, all this tea in the wanky park, beers you know it but. warm tenants out of can is tea in the park ptsd ah exactly like that's that's why but you know it's always it's always a a five or a six out of ten 
It's not amazing. And if somebody says it's amazing, you're lying. I was right in the middle. Right. So, but you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting you with it. You know what you're getting with it. it. Exactly. And see, because it's like in pubs and all that, see, because it's poured so much that the, the pipes and all that are always clean. They're always looked after. So it's. I've got a few stories about a few bars that aren't. A few famous bars. Now, I don't want to go out and say them because I might get sued. I'll tell you after, but I'll, I'll basically tell the story, right? So, like I said, I used to work for a company that was owned by tenants. Mm-hmm. And we would do like a bunch of like marketing for them and brand activation and all this other stuff. And then quite often we would be in charge of getting like people who would potentially go out to these pubs and like change the bar fonts and stuff like that. Like Katie mm-hmm. did a bunch of that where she would go out and then replace the bar font with a new one. So oh. I would like get staff in to go and do all that sort of stuff. But there was a thing that came out about a very, very famous pub in the West End. What does it sound like? No, nah, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> you don't um, need to say the name, but... No, because there's no does other Does it way, sound like Schmellerschmunds? No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, but basically, it's a very famous pub in the West End, and there was complaints of not just tenants, there's a few other beers, but not how you go to somewhere and it's like, oh, that's a shite pint, that's a shite pint. Aye. So, like, tenants pick up on this sort of stuff, so they send people and go, like, well, we don't want our name to be tarnished with, like, being a shite pint. Oh, so that's interesting. They'll, they'll go out and they'll kind of see why. So, and a lot of the times, if you get a shite pint of tenants, it's because of the glass, right? And the often reason that a lot of the times if you get a shite beer, it's because of the glass, because the glass isn't cleaned properly. Not to say that the glass is dirty, but if you were to sit there and wash a glass with like fairy liquid, essentially what happens is there's like a residue that, that kind of goes onto the glass. And then if you notice at the bottom of all pint glasses, most it's of them a wee thing. Yeah, have like a, the logo. Uh, I can't remember what that's actually called, but basically at the bottom of that glass is ridged and it helps with the effervescence, aka the, the kind of fizz of the beer. Effervescence. Bet you didn't know how much I knew about beer, so it kind of helped with the effervescence of the pint. So if there was if there was a lack of that, you would say that's a flat pint. There's nothing wrong with the actual beer; it's just the glass that it's in. So they went out and went right. Okay, you're washing your glasses correctly. Yeah, you are. Right, let's check the lines. They go to check the lines. There's actually small slugs inside the lines of the pints of tenants and other pints as well in this very, very famous bar in the West End of Glasgow. Not shitting you, I seen the pictures, there was pictures of it, I sat down, I was at a table with these people and we were talking about it and they were like, this is what we want, like, we think it might be the glassware, but sometimes we Does also the name of the bar to... have one word or two words in I'm it? I'm not going to tell, I'll tell you that, you'll know after, <laughs> I'm just not going to say <laughs> it, I'm know. not going to incriminate myself in case maybe I'll get it wrong, but that, I definitely haven't, like that happened. Oh my. So, Fuck me. That's fear, that. Yeah, major fear. <laughs> Just drinking bottles from now on. <laughs> but yeah, legit wee small black slugs inside the lines. And Sounds that was... like a start a bad movie, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, evolution. I remember that. Remember, <laughs> 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 wee slugs, then they get bigger. Uh, they... No, 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 I don't remember it. Nah, 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 Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Bailey face. Aye, uh, Jeff, but Jeff, Jeff Bezos, Jeff, Jim, Jeff, Gold Bloom, as a Gold Bloom, something like that. Potentially good actor. Anyway. Anyway. So that's enough about slugs and pints. I think there was a couple of things that we did want to actually kind of go into and hash out a wee bit on the pod today. So, what were they? Danny, Evan. We want to talk about the new Meta Verified that's popped up. Yes, exactly. I put out a wee thing on my story saying this, like what's people's thoughts on people being able to buy verification or buy blue ticks. Essentially, and you you were you were you were in the B comment section, saying um, let's talk about this in the podcast. And I'll try and bring up a couple of the responses I got. I'm sure you could imagine what what bad the responses I kind of got were. Mm-hmm. But like, what's your initial feedback? Because I've heard like both sides of it, and I and I've got my thoughts on it. So I see it from two points. I see it from the point of like. So the, uh, um, we, I think we're going to be exact. Yeah, I think, so. well, I think Pe- we're all. There's people who just want to seem important and who want to be come across as they look as if they're maybe. So you don't go to them. Kind of like, you know, you know, famous and important or something like that. There's, there's the people who want it for that, right? Yeah. Um, but let's go back to like what the blue tick was. The blue tick was when like someone in the public eye, someone famous, uh, were having people who were. Uh, creating fake accounts based off their name so for them to keep their kind of account and for them people to know it's definitely them the blue tick mm-hmm. became kind of the thing right they met a verified um it wasn't called that before it was just called the blue the tick. blue tick right it was on twitter as well on twitter it? right yeah. so then it came on instagram, instagram and that yeah. so that was that was the kind of full reason 
now obviously people can buy it which then means it kind of in a way loses its thing it loses its credibility in a way or lo it just becomes another thing however i actually think that everybody will have a blue tick will need to have a blue tick yep that was gonna, I, be, my I, point. I can that was gonna be my point with the full way of like spam accounts scam accounts mm -hmm. uh it's rife the now man the amount of people that follow you on a day-to-day -day basis or message on a day-to-day -day basis from these weird bookie mm -hmm. accounts and bards under 18 over 18 things all these weird fucking things so it's getting to a point where it's just to stop these accounts it's even being active you need a meta, exactly oh, and unless absolutely. you can do that you'll not be able to create an instagram account so it will actually be from the offset maybe let's say in a couple of years time to create an instagram account you need to be you need to get a meta verified happening just to have it but we all need to get it yeah to continue accessing that i i that was going to be my point and i 100 agree and i think that in order to have any form of social media account, you will need to be verified. And I think that I was reading through um, some of my responses there, so if I repeat some of the things you said, I do apologise. Um, but, like, I think that, see if you just look at it from a perspective of, like, what are the positives of having it? Everybody looks at the negatives. What are the positives from having a blue tick? None of us have it, right, here. Just You guys don't have it? Me and Danny don't have it. <laughs> I don't have it, right, <laughs> uh, yet, right? But when you come to look at things like such as like paedophile rings, like people, like creepy men chatting to younger girls or boys on social media, that's that's where a lot of these, that's how they capture these pedo hunters, right? Is because people have been chatting to people online, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're a verified person, then you're held accountable, essentially, and you can't hide behind the username. Mm -hmm. Bullying, harassment, racism, all these things, you're almost held responsible for the things that you say online. So I think that it's a... Uh, did you make that point at all? Because I was... No, 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 I think you did, no. And um, I think that from that perspective, it then is a really, really positive thing because then it's like, well, obviously we want to be in a space where, especially if we're going to have kids and stuff like that now, that where you can't, exactly, you can't have... You don't want fucking creeps talking to mm. people. Now, not to say that it's going to get rid of the creeps, but it's just going to make it a little bit more difficult for the creeps to seep through the cracks, mm -hmm. essentially, I, or not get caught. I think... It will make social media uh, more tolerable place to be. Do you know what I mean? Because people do hide behind their profiles and they're using. I actually saw something today that fu that fucked me off. Right, and I don't I don't get triggered right like at all. But there was there was basically a like some migrants died in a boat, right? Coming to the UK or something, and it was it was on Twitter, and this guy like quote tweeted it. And his profile picture was a British bulldog with a Union Jack over it. Of course it was. Of course it was. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Right? And it you was know that guy's bald. <laughs> yeah, and he's got tattoos on his Aye. knuckles, right? Yeah. Um, and it, was, it says something along the lines of, oh, good riddance. Or, 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 or something something like that. And I was like, fuck me, man. How polluted is your mind? Right? But the, the point I'm making is that... If he was actually himself on social media and not um, God Save the Queen one two three four on Twitter, yeah. right? Would he have said that? Mm -hmm. That people hide behind it. See that like, the whole Caroline Flack thing and stuff as mm -hmm. well from years ago. Mm -hmm. All the the vile stuff that was getting chucked mm -hmm. at her and anyone else that's ever had it in social media. The folk wouldn't do it if it was actually them. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe some folk would. Maybe they would exactly, and it's but. And that, and that, and that, again, that's so people are entitled to say what they want to say. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the the thing is, so there's, there is positives of that, but then there also is negatives of that. If we like start to put our tinfoil hats on a wee bit and be like, are we now creeping down towards the whole social media? We spoke about this on earlier episodes about that. Um, remind me of what it's called, the one in China. Uh, Paul social the social kind of oh the fucking ID thing the social yeah. ID basically there's a like social media social credit score so in China you have a social credit score and, and anything that you do on social media is also impacted like the fact that whether or not you can like get a mortgage or mm -hmm. get credit travel or whatever or travel or do whatever so like are we it's then going down that, yeah it, are we going down the route of like total control where like is, is it going down that way where it's like anything you do it has to be like linked directly back to you and is, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing mm -hmm. and I think on Twitter so Twitter I've done it first so Twitter I've had the blue tick thing that you could buy Twitter blue for eight since Elon took over mm -hmm. and it's like you've got the option to do it so you can do it if you want 
or you don't need to do it. There's also an option to buy a gold tick, which is like for higher up end companies. You pay, I think you pay like a thousand a month or something like that to like have like a gold tick. But I, it's like, so Twitter, I feel like all these social media companies just copy what Twitter do. They Twitter do it first and then they try and... They kind of go back to it. But see, see the thing is, I think for businesses and stuff the whole blue tick thing makes a bit of sense yep. because you get better seo stuff you get better marketing just to simplify it and, and whatever so i think see if you run a business yep. and then you make a business decision to buy a blue tick yep. right as long as it's not to make you look like billy big boys yep. and it's actually for your business yep. that's a good shout yep. see if you're just someone that oh, i don't know as i kind of love island wank and just wants to look uh, famous yeah you're an idiot yeah because it, lo it looks to me that it'll actually it's probably going to benefit you having it even now because mm. they're probably going to view these accounts that have it as more authentic mm -hmm. as more genuine mm -hmm. as safer mm -hmm. and more likely you know it's like trying to get an algorithm and all the rest of it put the account out there yeah so it's probably it's going to be soon yeah. no doubt for us three and anybody else in the kind of fitness space it's probably going to be i think for businesses it's probably going to be so I was talking to Deck and Don about this, who both purchased a blue tick, and we'll kind of get onto why. And they were when I told them we were going to talk about this in the podcast, they were like, "Get us in, we wanted like say a bit on it, <laughs> blah blah blah," and they were fired up talking about it. Um, and I can like from because obviously from their point of view, they are like they essentially I'm I'm followed daily by fake deck accounts. I messaged one another day, did you? Right, and a. It, it was a, a crypto Glasgow account uh, and he messaged me, what did the prick say? Right. And he, he said something along like, hey Evan, like, oh, here it is, right. Um, <laughs> hey Evan, uh, how you doing or whatever? And I went, you're not crypto Glasgow, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is like, people they know have been scammed, like, fuck. because they thought it was them. Aye. And it's like, so like, it makes so much sense when you take people's finances, they'll have their money in an account, you get some wee boy from India, could be anybody else, mm -hmm. I'm just picking that. Um, before fucking MD gets butt hurt. Um, like, people messaging, being like, how's your investments going, blah, 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 and I'll get it on the regular. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, it, and, it, and it is mad. So I think for guys like that, it's it's essential that yeah. they have it. It's, it's essential because you're, people need to be safe. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, like you need to have your wits about you anyway, but for those who don't, like, it's like if it was my mum, for example, I mean, hopefully she wouldn't fucking just start sending people thousands of pounds. If she does, she'd be, she should be sending it to me, <laughs> not fucking some random people online, but you get what I'm saying? And um, like those types of people, like at that age, are probably most likely to, to kind of fall for a lot of these scams. Do you know, I can't actually... <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the Nigerian prince scam? Oh, yes, I was thinking. That's what you were thinking as well. Yeah. Email people. Email. Hi, the amount of people that just my name is whatever his name is. I'm a Nigerian prince, but my money's stuck in my account. Can you send me money? Then I'll send you money. No, like no. I have a fucking amazing story for you. I cannot believe I've never said this story before. Ha! Strap in, right? Shout out, mummy. <laughs> Please, I'm sit. ready. Right, shout out, mummy Andy Graham. Right. Andy Graham. Oh, I can't wait to tell the boys I've told this story. I, I, I feel like I've said it before on the podcast. No, I've never seen you this animated. No, no it's just because you it's, been, it's came up organically. There's so many things we were meant to talk about in today's show and we'll probably never talk about them, <laughs> but that's fine. Next episode. So, um, it was my old flatmate, Andy Graham, right? We used to have a flat in um, East Cobride. It was his dad's flat. Mum and dad's flat, they lived in Dubai and then he came back over when he was like 19, whatever. So I moved in with him uh, and it was a great time. So many memories and other stories from that flat, but we'll get onto this one. And it was at the, around about the time when Norman Flappy Birds was like oh, fuck, yeah. a thing, right? And remember Flappy Birds was shutting down. Remember it? Yes. Like, We're not doing it anymore. So if you update your phone, the software will not be compatible with Flappy Birds and everyone was freaking out and they're like, Whoa. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right, but people were selling old phones and old iPads with Flappy Birds <laughs> in it. Do you remember this? Yes. Right? I was like, fuck, I was like, if I got an old thing on it, I was like, ah, I think I do, an old iPod Touch. I think that's on it. Right, Andy had an iPad on it. Flappy Birds, he's like, mate, I can sell this. And he's like, wait, it's still my iCloud store. I was like, I could get my sister's iPad, my mum's iPad, dad's iPad, download it onto it, like with my iCloud and like put that in it. Mate, I can make fortunes. I can make like five grand, sell sell the iPad for like a grand, two grand. 
So anyway, fucks it on eBay. So you just get this one, he fucks it on eBay. And then this person from Texas, Fort Worth, Texas or something like that, messaged him, he's like, here, like, I want it, I'll put a bid in, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, fucking sound, like, what do you, what do you think? And he was like, ah, 1,200 US dollars or something. I can't remember the price. And he was like, ah, fuck yes, let's go. Me, he was buzzing and me and the boys were sitting there like, fucking, I don't know, watching something playing Xbox or whatever. And we're like, fuck's sake, like, I might try and <laughs> see what I can find. I can't believe he's actually going to make, like, fucking a few Gs off this. So he's like, he's getting ready to package it up and all that. And then he gets a message from the person. He's like, right, so my daughter is currently out in Africa doing <laughs> doing some charity work. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> she's out in Africa doing some charity work right now. And it's like, and it's it's essentially four hearts to cheer her up. There's there's not much technology going on over there and just just to send it out. It's like, all right, no bother. So the address they originally got was like this pure mansion. Like like gated community vibes we were on google remember we were on street ass going like that oh obviously it's this person they've got door <laughs> look at the house man this is massive in a gated community and all that so like, if you can send it to my daughter she's in nigeria <laughs> uh, i think it was nigeria maybe somebody else in africa but it was africa so there's andy boxes this thing up fucking writes africa on the box ups <laughs> take to africa just africa down at the post office blah 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 blah, blah. post it to them sends it away off it gets Couple of days go by, a couple of weeks go by. I'm a hunter at iPad, and he was quite quiet. But he's like, I know, I never, I never really got any, uh, any money for that. <laughs> I feel like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? He's like, yeah, I was chasing that up, and fucking, they didn't pay it, and, I'm, and we're like, hold on, let me get this straight. And I was like, you just sent an iPad, without receiving payment, to Africa. Paid for postage, paid for packaging, customs, all the rest of it, just without receiving any money. And he was like, yep. And me and, me and all the boys, for years, to this day, it's about 10 years ago this happened, to this day, still bring it up. <laughs> Mate, we'll Google pictures, like, African kids with iPads, and just fucking <laughs> in the group chat. And oh my God, it's uh, fucking, uh, it's hilarious. So I, I think he's going to have to fucking, that's going to haunt him to the day. That, that's one of the ones just try to get sleep and a thought keeps in and you're like it'll oh, ruin the aye. rest of your week yep. so, it. Yep. shout out Andy Graham shout out shout African out. Aye. <laughs> aye. hope you loved your He's iPod still, probably still using that Mate, iPod someday has, someday has got literally someone in Africa has been I cannot believe that's fucking worked wow that's fucking <laughs> and it had flappy birds on it wonder how many people that person done that oh, you know. Mate, I know honestly I just couldn't believe Check it. Check out that post office. Like, where the fuck are all these Hang on, right. See, at the time, he was fucking so raging Dealing. about it. So you couldn't speak about it when he was around. How long did it take? Oh, God. Years. Years, did it? <laughs> did it? Actually? Well, I don't It took a fucking long time. And I wonder about the guy he scoring. Laughs about, he laughs about it now, obviously. I wonder about the guy scoring Flappy Birds. I was going to say, you wonder. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a pro. I think he was panicking that as well because like, his iCloud and information and all that shit was probably still Aye. on it and that. But... Oh man, just fucking boxed up an iPad and said to Africa. That's class. <laughs> that is absolutely class. Wow. Anyway. Wow. Big, big tangent there. The massive tat. I love when stuff like that happens. The fuck were we talking about? You know, we're talking about the blue ticks. Do you remember when you knew you had made it on Instagram? When, or was somebody felt like they'd made it on Instagram when they hit 10,000 followers mm. and then they could swipe up on their stories? Ah, and then it was add like, links. Add links. Link, like, yeah, it's like yeah. No, you swipe yeah. up on my next story. Yeah. That's that was basically just swinging your dick about. Yeah, I can, I, people can swipe up. Look how big my penis. But is. Then ah. this is how people started paying for followers. fake followers. I think so they, they, could the, they could do the swipe yep. up. Yep. Fun times. No, but back on the. In fact, what I actually right? kind of got scammed on Instagram. No <laughs> scam, but well, ah, uh, you That's can say scam for like a. It was nine. No, that did happen as well, I but uh, the, the Instagram, so at, back in 2018, uh, used to get accounts that would message and say, oh, we give shout outs. And I was like, well, sound? <laughs> 65 quid or something like that. And I'm like, they gave us a shout out. And then I get loads of followers. And I was like, this is brilliant. I got I went up to feel like 700 followers to like 1500 or something. Like that. I was like, I'll do a few of these, man. This is brilliant, right? <laughs> 
And then maybe like two weeks go by and I'm like, the accounts, I'm getting loads of likes on my stuff all the time. Like, this is brilliant. This is good. This is engagement, blah, blah, blah. And I start looking at the accounts that were f- like me. I didn't really pay attention back then to who was liking your stuff. He just kind of took the likes. I started looking. It was just like, uh, it's Sarah Silvanka, uh, Jimmy Jabampa, and all these mad weird fake names, man. And I looked and it was like, nay followers, nay followers, nay followers. We were like six posts. It was just like they spammed my page with like 600 new followers or just fake accounts or just all bots then it completely fucked my Instagram because Instagram will basically saying like oh you've got all these fake so you end up did we see my posts and all that had to sit and go for like a month for unfollowing all the fucking new followers that I gained for the 65 quid what did you think was going to come to that? I don't know man I thought it was genuinely <laughs> for, like, I looked at the account and I was like that's a genuine account like loads of followers they're getting loads of engagement and all that it looks real looks like a mad guy like uh, this is good. This is you only learn by doing, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Somebody, do. somebody messes me, similar kind of thing, and oh, okay, blah, blah, for shout outs or followers or whatever it was. And I went, yep, I'll do it. But only if you tell me your favourite Scottish football stadium. <laughs> right. And then they went they went on and Googled it and they went, right, Hamden Park. I said, no, you need your voice note, mate. And they're like, Hampton, Hampton ah! Park. <laughs> 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 You're just toying with them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait. What's Peter Heads? It was funny. <laughs> Love it. So I put on, I put on my story um, last week. What's everyone's thoughts on people buying the blue ticks, right? So I'm going to read out the responses from other people. Now, bear in mind, there's some fruitful language, shall we say. So if I say something, this is what other people have said. You're relaying. I'm just relaying you what did I said. You didn't see it. I didn't see it. Jordan Green did not see it. So this is about the majority. But I'll read out some of the other ones as well. Makes sense if you have a genuine need for it, other than... Other than to look cool or act hard. That was one of the response. Next response. Heavy gimps. Wanky as fuck. Wanks. Wankers. Tragic. Goons. Gimp behaviour. Cringe. If you were a loser before it, even more so now. Wee lassie behaviour. Ha. Gay. Desperate. Defeats the purpose if you have to buy it. Another gay. People can do what they want. If that's something you need to worry about. Having in life, then I'm glad I've not got that problem. Genius from Instagram, which I'll go on to. Absolute wankers. Your money, do what the fuck you want with it. All hype, gimps. Um, what's so important about blue tech that people have to have it? That's a question. They, I've lost my mind. Paying for validation, who cares? Ready. So that's Ready. the kind of, those are, there's a few more, but that's the kind of general consensus of the responses. So most of the side, siding on gimps. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some people are like, do what you want. And like, mm-hmm. doesn't really matter kind of, kind of thing. But the... One of the ones, as my mate Mark said, that it's genius from Insta. And oh. it actually is. Because in a day, guess how much? Now this, I don't know if this is facts or not. i just seen a post about it, so it could be wrong. But in one day, what was reported that they had earned? A hundred million. A hundred and fifty million. Six hundred and sixty million. What? In 24 hours. For blue ticks? For blue ticks. Do you know that's amazing? Because it's like... See, as a business, if you can get people to pay for something that they're already kind of getting, yeah, do, do you know what I mean? That's genius. See, it's great. That's or something that they're already kind of using. It's like a bolt on. What? What about a profit? They'd have been like fucking hell. Nah, he was to do it. We've had for to a put, few pixels. To do it in here, literally just for some pixels. We're paying the staff already. It's still helping if people get the blue tick. Boom. Six hundred sixty. Earned that. Wow. Partly in twenty-four hours. Obviously, wow. it could be more now. Um, so, see, looking at this right. Sorry, but. It seems then that for a lot of people, people who have it might be affected for a wee bit of time. People not falling on all that because they've got it, thinking they're dicks, they're goons, or the rest of it, which is quite shite because people do need it. Like dick, not they'll need it because it's, as we talked on the kind of scamming side of things. So I think for a while this could affect people a little bit until eventually people realise why you need it until eventually that a question Instagram make everybody get it. Yeah, probably not paid though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably just have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think see from like uh, as well. Like you can you know. do it on dating sites now. Actually, I found out. Not because <laughs> how, I did you, how did you find out? One, one of my clients was telling me. One of my clients there because well, I was talking to him about the whole thing. He's like, I like on my catfish. Do I give my shout out so that people know? On thingy, <laughs> on thingy, like if you go on, I can't remember which one it was. Might have been Hinge or Bumble. One of them. I don't think it was Tinder, but you can like verify your account. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think on dating sites is probably safe, pretty essential. Because uh-huh. like, imagine you're talking to a pure 10 out of 10, right? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, 
I, I don't know. But then if it's got like the tick next to them and you're like, well, this is that the person in these pictures, the person I'm talking to, mm -hmm. it's going to make you feel a little bit safer when you're, when you're navigating these fucking, these sites and yep. these apps. Yeah. We would never have that problem though. No, no, hopefully. Hopefully. Ah! Question marks. Um, <laughs> I think there was a couple of other things I wanted to go in in the blue tech thing, but let's not spend too much time. No, yeah. but, um, I'm done with I think that I side with you, Danny, and I think that everyone's going to end up getting it. And I don't really think that it's that much of a big deal. I mean, um, I'll probably end up getting one, to be honest. But Do you know what bothers me? Sorry, unrelated. Kind of related. See, just normal people boosting their posts. Oh, yeah. Mm. Aye. Like, cause I've like I've sort of like, just like normal people. I've had that boosting a post. Why are you boosting a post? Why? I've had it with like birds, like uh, just, just random, random. Some bird that she's like, in Lanzarote. Why am I seeing what? this? <laughs> why, why are you boosting <laughs> that post? post? Why am I seeing this? Yeah, but it's that. <laughs> that is no don't know validations award. Like I want likes. I want to be seen. I want all this stuff, which is a problem with social media that we can chat about. Yeah, because <laughs> that's a whole podcast in its own. Nothing new though. Nah. No, it's just evolving, isn't it? Yep. Um, next up on the Z agenda, <laughs> we spent some, some we spent a long time in these uh, these topics. Um, what's the next thing on the agenda? Well, can I? I've been thinking about and brought up about anxiety. Then now, oh yeah, and uh, it was basically like the question can I asked was like anxiety. Are people actually anxious? Do people actually have anxiety? put it to you is like when you, when you think about anxiety now and when you think about people saying it and you think about everything around it what comes to mind like when, when you when you think about it i think it's i think we're probably going to rehash a lot the the thoughts and comments we had when we spoke about adhd where in fact in something on that i'm getting adverts now sorry to i'll, I'll bring it back right but i'm getting adverts now and it's like some bird, she's like, here's how I deal with my high functioning ADHD. I use an app called Notion or Motion and that arranges my day and arranges my calendar and all that. And I'm like, what a scumbag company to like mm. try and profit off the back of ADHD. The phone's listening, mate. It's fucked up. Or they try to help people with ADHD. What? You pay 40 quid a year for a fucking Google calendar that just sets itself? Like, bullshit. <laughs> a lot of nonsense but coming back so bring it back to anxiety and i think that it might again we can take the same similarities where our people spend too much time on social media looking at things that are unattainable um looking at people who are look better than them are leaner than them have more money than them have better cars than them bigger houses nicer holidays and they're maybe feeling anxious because they're not there or shit like that it's just a, it, can, it can stem from that but i often find that anxiety comes from the things that you're avoiding do you yes. know what I mean? Because I get I get anxious. Like I I'm, I'll, I'll never sit here and say that I ever get depressed or anything like that because I've never really felt that. Um, but I'll feel the emotions of anxiety, and then people are very very quick to let their emotions take over them, or they let their emotions name themselves. So like we all feel sad at some point. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that I am sad. Mm -hmm. I feel anxious at some points. Doesn't mean I am anxious. Mm -hmm. they, they're like fleeting they come and go and I think you're meant to have these emotions I don't think you're ever meant to not be sad or not be anxious I maybe even potentially not be depressed maybe you are meant to experience these things at certain points but it doesn't mean that as whenever you feel something like that 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 is just who you are or what you become yeah I think people then identify themselves as that person yeah like oh no that's me I'm a I'm a I'm an anxious I'm person. An anxious person I'm a sad person Actually, I'm, a I'm a very anxious person Whoa. I saw... So Someone's getting mauled there's by a dog, a dog There's a dog barking outside, right? But that, when I was sitting waiting outside, a car drove past and a wee woman was walking her dogs and there was this big massive bully thing in the back of the car, right? And it started barking and it tried to hop out the window at these wee dogs and it, it was out to its waist. Do dogs have waists? I don't yeah. know. Uh, I shot myself though. Cause I, was, I, was sitting, I was sitting at the wee wooden benches over there. I took my feet off the ground. And I was like, oh, so that's going to help. It's going it's it's to come for me. Okay. But I actually am yeah. an anxious person, crippling mm -hmm. sometimes. Manage it a lot better now. We're not going to. We're not going to dive into. Let's make um, this about you, Evan. Let's make this about me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Doctor Jordan. <laughs> um, but I think TikTok. Mm -hmm. is a problem we speak about it constantly mm -hmm. and stuff like one of my clients said oh should i should i take uh ashwagandha right? right and i was like 
I was diving into it a little bit and I was like, can I ask a question? Are you struggling with anything just now? Mm-hmm. Like, why did you ask that? I saw it on TikTok. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the fact that TikTok is people's lens into all these other bits and bobs mm. it's polluting people's minds That's I don't know how many point. times I've been asked for going creatine this year yeah. for clients <laughs> go on it TikTok I hop on it like it's creatine. train or something like that can I go on creatine <laughs> <laughs> should, I go, should I go on creatine I've been asked so many times I'm like eh, well good supplement research but where's it get for TikTok I've seen it last year use it I was like right, okay it's so strange but I think that yeah like the whole heightened versions of people thinking that they're anxious and stuff like that all the time i f- have bouts of anxiety but they all and i and i note it every time it all stems from things i'm avoiding mm-hmm. yep. if i'm avoiding a task a thing a client uh whatever a problem an issue could be something to do with work training or even relationships something to do with your message you're like avoiding something or avoiding a conversation you don't want to have it's like you're it's the anticipation it's t- of the future. Gonna, yeah, so exactly. you're thinking about the... Say that again. The anticipation of the future. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's, that's it. how I look at it. That's, yeah. how I, that's what... Two things have, have, have hurt me before and it was the anticipation of the future. Right. Thinking about, like, and then avoidance. They're uh-huh. the two things it, for me. And see, by worrying about something like that, you put yourself through it twice. Mm. It's you know, maybe 40 seconds <laughs> to then be, oh, that was actually all right. And then you're, you're <laughs> over actually it. <laughs> but by worrying mm. about something, you actually have to live that thing twice. Yeah. Mm. That's bang on every. Whereas what you should do is you just fucking attack it, mm-hmm. deal with it. And it's never really. And this bad. is funny because the thing is, because we can all say this, yeah, probably at some point this week, maybe today, we might have a small bout of anxiety mm-hmm. about something. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, it, I don't think that you're ever going to avoid it. And I think that people need to realise that, like, things just happen. It's in accordance with nature, right? It just mm-hmm. fucking happens to you. Shit happens. Right? It doesn't matter. I had told that wee story. It was like, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. It just, it just is. So things are going to happen. And I think you actually need to experience a level of those certain types of emotion in order to trigger the action. Because if you just were completely stonewalled, stoic, and just, like, nothing affects me all the time, then it's not really going to de- drive much action i feel because mm-hmm. i feel like when you're faced with something like that it either drives complete inaction or like complete and utter conviction and action mm-hmm. like either you either get like two kind of responses mm-hmm. from it and yeah. you should always just lean to the action side yeah. Yeah. and then to, to kind of overcome it rather than the avoidance side yeah. but that was good the anticipation of future i've never really thought about it mm-hmm. like that quite like that i was listening to something as well that um kind of chatting about driving action is that people take more action when things are really bad as compared to when things are just okay. So see if you're kind of coasting along, chances are you'll take less action than when you actually hit, not rock bottom, but something that is mega serious or mega important will actually kind of propel you to take more action. I I think it's the the, the region beta paradox. It is. I I remember hearing this. I genuinely think that won't most likely be the case for everybody all the time and i actually think it's part i kind of like it is just is what it is yeah i think like sometimes when it gets to that that's when the best resolution happens that's when you take Aye. the action that was you weren't maybe going to take the correct action taking the action before if you did maybe get get to it beforehand so when it gets to that kind of point uh i think it creates the best response yeah like the talking on that that kind of clip and it, they kind of speak on the fact that so many people live in like live lives of just like silent and quiet desperation where it's like nothing's really inherently that bad that it's forcing them to change therefore they never change and it's like things need to get to almost like a like below zero point in order for them to be like let me fucking let, this needs to change so it would almost benefit them the situation being worse yep. then it would be better mm-hmm and I found that in situations, I don't know if it's just because I built that up in my head, but when I've worked jobs in the past, I build it up so much in my head that I'm like, this is the fucking worst thing on planet Earth. I need to, I, I need to do something else. So I was just quicker to make that action. Whereas like I've got, I've got friends and I've spoke to some of my clients as well who like don't like what they're doing, but they kind of make all right money and, and I kind of like, I kind of get holidays and it's kind of all right. So it's like, it would favor them if their boss fucking 
was like a cunt to them constantly. It would favour oh, them if they were making no money. It would favour them if they had no holidays mm -hmm. or no no perks. But it's like people are blinded by free pizza and a company car to try and like <laughs> keep them happy in their jobs and comfortable. stuff like that. Aye, they're just comfortable because they've got these kind of, ah, well, it's not that bad. We get to dress down on a Friday and it's like, what? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Monday, Thursday. Aye. All right. Aye, but it's, I can wear my shorts to, <laughs> to the office on a Friday, so I, I, it's not that bad. And it's like, I have fuck. zero tolerance for folk that kind of choose that mediocrity. Like, don't mm. get me wrong, I'm not, not everyone needs to be a fucking rocket scientist or run their own business or whatever, but see people that don't like their situation but then choose it just because it's easy and comfortable. I'm like fucking wasting your life in. I do like, find it hard to sympathise if someone complains about the situation they're in but doesn't want to or chooses to do nothing about it. Mm -hmm, and I'm mm -hmm. like, well, I can't, I can't sympathise with that. Mm -hmm. I can't help you with that because then, like, that's your choice. You're choosing to be there. Uh -huh. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, well, I can't find this or I can't find that. Yeah, because you'll get the argument will be, it's not my choice. It's not as easy as that. Blah blah blah. But like, that's the full point. Like making the decision is hard mm -hmm. it's always going to be hard no matter what but then off the back of the hard decisions usually better mm -hmm. better things every single kind of hurdle i've had in like my career so to say my working life as an adult i've done the thing that you weren't typically meant to supposed to do so like when i worked for a company things are going really really well i left i went down the whole corporate route and you're meant to stick on that and like nah left like, do you know what I mean? At every stage, I kind of just, like, went against the grain a wee bit. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying I'm fucking Elon Musk by any means. But you what I'm saying not. is that I'm just... <laughs> I had definitely not. But what I am saying is that I'm happy with my the situation. Summer spectrum, but... Yeah. <laughs> Aye, both slightly autistic. <laughs> but I'm, uh, I'm happy with my situation. They're no. Mm -hmm. So I'm like... And I've been reading... Um, I've been reading this book. And it speaks a lot about, like, well, what is... Um, what is a wealthy person? What is a rich person? What does what does that actually mean? And it's like you can get someone who works um, at Morgan Stanley making 150 grand a year, works 80 hours a week, or you can get someone that makes 50 grand a year, works three, four hours a day, chooses to spend three weeks abroad four times a year and gets to take their kid to baseball practice every single day. Who's... Mm -hmm. I know. Speaking of the Amer American shit you're reading... America. Who's more rich? Who's more wealthy? And I know for a, I know a million times out of a million, I'm choosing that route mm -hmm. rather than the the hundred fifty grand whatever route down down Morgan Stanley. I know that every single day of the week. On I, I just think about it constantly. Every single Tuesday, I'm fucking walking hearty about walking the dog about, and I'm like that. Mate, everyone I know is at work right now, and I'm like sitting with my coffee and a wee croissant. Just fucking feeding Hattie. Mm -hmm. She's laughing. We're joking, and it's and I'm like, who else is doing this? Mm -hmm. so, I was actually speaking to a client, right, who, um, I won't name drop her or anything, but she <laughs> has been exp experiencing guilt, right, because of the way that she's able to live her life just now. So she's, she was, like, historically, historically she was previously, like, she had a job at a teacher or something like that, mm -hmm. but now she's, like, self-employed, I think, um, semi in, like, her boyfriend's company or whatever but anyway the point they're making is that our, t our time's leveraged so she's kind of like choosing to start her work at 12 because she can and she can go out in the morning and she can go out um and do these other bits and bobs and her life is infinitely better because she has more balance and stuff and she, she's been experiencing this it's almost like imposter syndrome in a way yeah a little bit of but like feeling, but but is that that, that's kind of it's is almost that? like success guilt mm -hmm. in and, and I said to her, I was like, look, fucking, does, does the guy that's in a Ferrari, like, waste his time thinking about the person in the Pinto? Mm -hmm. No? He's driving mm -hmm. about his Ferrari? It goes back to views, doesn't it? How oh, you yeah. view it, the situation, where's your perspective on it? You exactly. Can totally, you, can, you can totally understand why they would probably yep. feel that way, but, like, fucking credit like, to well, you, man. Should I, should I start my day at, at 12? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See if you can. Why wouldn't you? Now, don't get me wrong, that doesn't mean that like, she's lazy or anything like that, but see if you have the ability to do that or to basically live your life the way that you want to that's congruent with the vision for yourself or whatever else like that, fucking go for it. Because that's... do you know what? 
because you're able to do that, you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean, you've worked to get yourself to there through your previous choices. Fucking rock but it. it. But you'll probably be seeing stuff on social media. It's this grind mentality, work hard mentality, up at mm-hmm. five mentality, work everywhere under the sun, seven days a week, constantly grinding, constantly smashing it. Do you see a lot of that? So she's probably maybe seen that and go, well, fuck, should I be? Should, should I be grinding? That? I'm earning good money. I'm enjoying myself. I used to work all the time. I'm seeing that and then maybe thinking she's not doing the right things or doing yeah. enough maybe should I be doing, should I be doing more we'll be getting that sometimes Aye. Sometimes I feel mm-hmm. like yeah you're right mm-hmm. I should be working more yep. like I feel like I've not worked today although I have I've done all the stuff all my clients are okay my programmes are all done I've maybe posted in social media I've done a bit of outreach I've done all my work but I feel like oh I should be doing more mm-hmm. yeah I get that I do we, are, that. We, are, we, we can get stuck in this whole kind of grind mentality and and all those sorts of things and I, I think that you're 100% right and I was very guilty of falling into that but what I found is that and Katie checks me on this all the time she's like I'll come to the door and I'm still on my phone and I'm like texting people and I'm like or I'm like throwing I was like, just give me two seconds let me throw this on social media or, give me two seconds I need to respond to this person or that person and it's like and it's and even though none of that feels like work to me it's still like you're still detached from what's going on around you present, yeah. so then by setting boundaries and barriers, which I'm by no means that good at yet, it's something I'm trying to work on. Like last night, even though I fell asleep, she was like, let's spend more time together. And I was like, fine. <laughs> Half six, fucking phone goes in airplane mode. I'm sitting down, I'm lying down. Nah, not that. I'm lying down on the couch and then I'm just like, because I've not got a screen in front of me to keep me awake. So I'm like, she's like, you've got two states. You're either looking at your phone or you're asleep. Uh-huh. She's like, that, that's... To be fair, you, you, you wake up early, man. You're an early I riser. Up, I do wake up early. But... It's not the point. It's still fucking half six at night. Oh, half, well, se- half seven Hatties down and then I'm sitting there up your... <laughs> An old guy. Honestly. Um, but it's something I'm trying to switch off more and I actually feel that when I set boundaries, I achieve more because I go, right, here's a, def- a definitive start point and end point. Let me get what I need to do done in this window. Mm-hmm. So fucking spoke of this a million times. It's, it's not new to anyone. The whole Parkinson's law thing. Yep. Whereas it, when those barriers aren't up, it's just like nothing really starts or ends. It just constantly goes... goes. And it's like, when you don't really have that start or end point, you can kind of find yourself lost in that space. And when you're in that space and then you come out of it, you then ha- have those feelings of guilt mm-hmm. and those feelings of like, oh, maybe I should be having that. Yeah, Whereas when they're set off. boundaries of being like, here's what time, here's end time. You don't really feel that bad about mm-hmm. about it because you know tomorrow you've got, right, well, I've got these windows to kind of operate within again. I agree. I'm quite happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> there we're, was, we're, uh, smart. we're smart guys we are smart guys there was another wee thing that we wanted to hash over was there not holidays oh yeah you oh, said this you yeah. mentioned this I said this you mentioned this basically because like, you did fuck all when you were away because I done absolutely hee haw <laughs> well I've had I've had two sunny holidays this year you have Lucky someone's doing bastard. well someone's I was in Morocco oh when we were in Sorrento oh in Napoli we the Amalfi fucking Coast. we were in Marrakesh it was yeah, lovely rooftop bar pompous prick pompous prick <laughs> it was a pompous windbag and uh, I can't remember where that's from but anyway like how to manage holidays and stuff which I feel is quite rel- relevant because yes. obviously it's summertime people are going to be on holiday one of my clients actually messaged me asking um, or no saying like oh when I came back from holiday I found it really tough to kind of get back into the swing of things and Aye. stuff and a good I, I want your guys thoughts on it and stuff but something that i get a lot of my, my guys to do in like a good frame and it's something that no one ever thinks about they always think about going on holiday right so it's always about packing about what we're going to be doing and all that shit but you can actually set your like yourself up for when you get back before you go does that make sense so one of the things that people struggle with is making good food choices right why don't you prep some stuff and freeze it so it's ready for you when you come back. Why don't you buy the shit in? Obviously, if it's going to be longer lasting, it's, it's actually going to be set for you for when you get back. Why don't you arrange for a meal prep delivery for the Monday when you get back? So before you actually leave for holiday, you're already scheduling and putting these things in place just to be ready. That's pretty cool. I've never, I've never done that or thought about doing that. You're welcome. Yeah, that's a that's a good bit of, a good bit of gold right there, but you will get the all common objections like oh well, I don't have time to prep a bunch of food because I'm blah blah blah. But then you also get the same person that will moan about that as the exact same person that will moan because they've not got the result that they want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like choose your choose your battles and choose your hard kind of thing. But it's something I've never really thought of is about the whole going coming back from holiday thing. 
mm-hmm. like to come back and get into training because i often find sometimes it's like when you come back your holiday and you need a holiday from the holiday mm-hmm. most of the time i didn't from marrakesh but i feel like i did from italy what's the difference uh, in marrakesh it was more chilled and i was i was training so i was training on holiday i was we were walking everywhere like i was kind of prioritized my health a little bit more in italy it was pizza pasta and then we were peronis peronis and it was out all day and we were knackered and so there's two types of holiday and i wish that i had i had the facility to train while i was in naples Mm -hmm. and sorrento and stuff we just don't have any gyms or anything i probably could have found one but Mm. it wasn't that type of holiday yeah but going for i think i would change that for the future yeah yeah i actually most of most of my holidays i've ever been on is the actual only time unless i'm sick is that i actually take an active step back from training Mm -hmm. and it's like if people don't like think about it how many how many weeks are you away out the year that you go on holiday say four if you're lucky enough to get four weeks abroad a year, right? Which a lot of people like, like people get what thirty-one days annual leave and stuff like that. Like, say four of those weeks you're abroad, you're doing quite well for yourself. Four weeks out of fifty-two off the gym isn't that much. So if you're working hard, the forty-eight weeks, the four you have off isn't really that big a deal. No. So like, do you need to train on holiday? So I think probably not. <laughs> do you if you want to train on holiday? crack on mm-hmm. yeah. go 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 to the wee hotel gym jump do some bicep curls do some do some abs do some run in the treadmill go run along the beach go jump into a crossfit gym if you want to on holiday but i find myself more often than not doing none of those things i'll maybe drop into a crossfit box once on the, i did it i did it twice on a two and a half week holiday in like france. the last time in france one of them actually patched me that was a long story um so I, I missed a training session um but i'm like i'm all right mm-hmm. so let's see if you just work hard enough the rest of the time you should take some time off on holiday i think this year is people don't <laughs> 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 that's that's so then they think that when they're on holiday a few things man so i think it depends on the person a lot of people go away and they struggle with the lack of consistency in the team because it's holiday and if they've not been training or the rest of it so then they people really struggle to get back into it when they come back and it's two weeks before they've no training how many people have you heard oh i went on holiday and just i just not get back into it maybe you know no yes maybe you job but probably you Hard, definitely hundreds, right? Right. hundreds of times um and i'm like well they type of people should definitely train on holiday do not care they should train on holiday and that is it like I okay food like I'm not gonna you don't eat clean fucking eat big quotation marks on about that there when you're on holiday because obviously you're 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 way other people all the rest of it. I get it I get I get it but train if you're if you're that worried and you're usually the person that can get back into it have an active holiday mm. it's, it's, it's but feels you've amazing. got more time it feels fucking great mm. you've got nay you've got nay work brilliant be lucky that you can train mm. just enjoy it mm. get out walk more don't be a lazy bastard and fucking sit about and then take the train take the toot toot all the time walk a wee bit <laughs> like I don't know what you ever fucking wherever you go uh, that's my views on it no I agree with you and I think it's imp- like the, the mindset flip with that as well is that see people that would maybe struggle with that is that they're maybe training to like lose weight or whatever right whereas what you should be doing is you should be training for a state mm-hmm. you should be training for homostasis no, training, 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 vibe and situation is that the decisions and the behaviors that you make in holiday aren't always that all that different to what you do here mm-hmm. if that makes sense so like if you're if you're absolutely fucking it on your holiday with your with your missus it's like you probably do the exact same when you're yeah, at yeah. home yeah. anyway so like a lot of the behaviors just kind of go back if you if you're going holiday you want to chill chill you're going holiday you want to train train people overthink it way too much and i think that it's just as long as you're kind of constantly, like you said, training for that state or training for the sake of training sake rather than training because you want to like lose weight, you're going to have those feelings of anxiety because you're worrying about 
like you were saying, the stuff that's happening in the future rather than just relaxing. I'm fucking holiday for fuck's sake. You need to go back to your miserable job, remember? <laughs> <laughs> just fucking chill out, enjoy it. Eat the ice cream, chill out. I actually feel and look better when I'm on holiday. I know we're trying to wrap up the podcast here, but I've got thoughts going through my head. I actually <laughs> feel better and look better when I'm on holiday because I walk more. For fuck ton. Right? I walk more. I drink more water. Probably eat less. And I actually eat less. And what I do eat is just mostly carbs. <laughs> so then I'm like looking in the mirror and I'm like, I actually look better than when I train all the time. Obviously that wears off after like multiple days of just bread and then, then, it, then it starts packing on a wee bit but then i'm like there's a few days i'm like i look good and then it goes is that where you get all the pictures in Aye. Yeah, after so that, that's right. when i'm like that's when we're gonna go for the budgies <laughs> so the budgies go on okay get the pictures in. anyway that was episode number 46 of Zenorette podcast hope you guys enjoyed that if you took anything from that whatsoever whether that be slugs in your paint whether that be <laughs> can't even remember what else we spoke about if you gained any sort of form of value <laughs> share it with your friends share it on socials you need to pay the fee pay the man evan and um, pay, pay the man don't be a hoe share the show share the show uh peace <laughs>